the Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope that you guys have had an incredible Halloween weekend. Um, And as the day approaches us tomorrow, whatever your Halloween festivities are, I hope you have something great planned and that you are safe and just having an incredible time with friends and family. Uh, As you know, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. Uh, I don't know that I actually have a favorite holiday. I suppose if I did pick, it would be Halloween. Uh, And, you know, I've just had such an incredible time this month uh, with everything that I do to celebrate Halloween. As you've noticed, we've been on a two-week hiatus. Uh, I had to take it since we were, you know, shooting so many of these 31 Days of Horror. If you've been following along uh, on my Instagram, at TimDrake42, or at on my podcast, uh, you've been able to see all 30, uh, all 31 locations. Uh, we just finished filming today and just released the 30th uh, at the Beverly Hills Bermuda Triangle. Uh, a lot of really cool locations this year. Uh, you know, last year I, we did, you know, all 31 of them. Uh, of course, Austin Grant was with me for those. Uh, this year it was all solo. And, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit harder because, you know, last year as we would be driving to locations, you know, I'd be quickly writing up everything that we were going to say. Um, we'd be quickly learning them uh, before we kind of went with the teleprompter way of doing it. Um, and, and it provided a little bit of time, you know, Los Angeles is so spread out that, in order to get to each location, it could take us, you know, 15, 20 minutes between each spot. And it would give me the time uh, to, you know, go through research a little bit about the place and write up what we were going to say. Uh, plus, we had it split up. And so this year, going into it, having to do that all on my own, uh, did prove to be a little bit more difficult. But still, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. I had so 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 many great experiences at these places. Now, of course, you know, as we talked about last year, I am such a skeptic on so much of this, but there still are experiences that I've had, you know, at locations we went to last year, even at locations this year, you know, where no matter what your thoughts are on the supernatural, on ghosts, on hauntings, you know, everybody I think has had some type of experience where you're just like, ah, it's a little weird, something's a little off here. And, you know, we, we did still have some of those experiences this year. Of course, I still remain a skeptic with so much of it, um, but it still is a lot of fun to, to, you know, go through and kind of learn the history of these places and the legends and stories of the hauntings. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, we just wrapped up filming the final few today. Uh, I had planned initially to have all of these done, um, you know, at least halfway through the month, uh, but due to some of the fires that we've had here in Southern California, I've had to bump back certain days uh, of filming because either areas I was going to to drive towards um, were kind of blocked off um, or just traffic, you know, just was annihilated because certain freeways were shut down. Um, so, you know, it, it did delay some of that. By no means do I want it to make it sound like I'm complaining about that because the fires are such a horrible thing. Um, you know, a lot of people are in harm's way. People have lost their homes. And, you know, the, the Los Angeles Fire Department is, is incredible. I can't thank our first responders enough for putting their lives on the line for us on a regular basis uh, to fight these just terrible fires that, you know, just consume so much of our city. And, you know, it's it's crazy just to see everything that's going on. So please don't think that I'm complaining about, you know, the traffic that, uh, that, that, that I ran into that delayed some of our filming. That's just part of life. So, you know, it, it is what it is. And you just have to roll onto it. By no means was I frustrated by it. We did have a day that we didn't uh, release the day of, and we just released two the next day. And that was because I was actually headed to the location to shoot uh, because we had already been delayed a, a day prior. And 
the freeways and all the side streets were just completely gridlocked because of a fire that had closed down one of the adjoining freeways. And uh, there was just no way I was going to be able to get over there um, and be able to stick with my schedule for the rest of the day. Uh, but Overall, it was an incredible experience. Of course, we started this year uh, down at the Queen Mary in Long Beach, a place that I have always been so fascinated by. I, I swear, when I was a kid, uh, that we went through uh, that we went through the Queen Mary um, and got to experience everything there. My parents have absolutely no memory of that. Uh, they were in town with us uh, about a month ago. And, and talking to them about that, and, and they couldn't remember, but my dad was pretty positive that we never did. And my dad's kind of cheap. <laughs> he, uh, he, I, I shouldn't say cheap. I mean, that, that makes it sound bad. My dad is very responsible with money and doesn't like spending it where he doesn't have to. And uh, the tickets for the Queen Mary are not uh, are not cheap. Uh, so I, I can't imagine that with four kids, uh, he was going to take, you know, the four of us, plus he and my mom, uh, to go through this. It would have been, you know, probably a couple hundred dollars, uh, unless the prices were a lot cheaper back then. But, yeah, I, I have a memory of going on the Queen Mary. Uh, but, yeah, according to my parents, it never did happen. So maybe it's just something I made up. Uh, but it was really cool to go over there. Of course, we did that uh, when we were down there for Long Beach Comic Con. Uh, because, you know, I don't make it down to Long Beach very often. Uh, but, yeah, it was a really good time uh, going over and checking out the ship um, and just kind of everything there. Uh, ho hopefully hopefully I can make it back. I really want to stay there uh, when they do some of these haunted tours through it um, and then stay in one of the rooms. It's also a functioning hotel, uh, so I want to be able to check that out eventually. I've just heard it's, you know, stunning. It's a cool place to stay. Uh, so one of these days I, I will be down there at the Queen Mary. Uh, of course, as you're listening to this, if you're in uh, Southern California and you're looking for something to do, there is still Queen Mary's Dark Harbor uh, that runs, I believe, through the weekend. I believe I believe it ends November 2nd. Uh, but if you, go, if you go on their website, uh, you'll find the information there. I've heard it's an incredible haunted house. Uh, so, you know, make sure you check that out if you're in the area and looking for something to do. Queen Mary's Dark Harbor. Uh, is down there, uh, but yeah, there, there's been a lot of cool locations. One of the one of the fun things uh, with doing the 31 Days of Horror this year is, like I said, you know, there was a lot of schedule changes, and there were places I I had made a giant list of you know 31 places, and then I had a bunch of alternates as well, uh, just depending on you know kind of what my schedule was. I knew that my wife would be helping me with some of these, just be able to film them. Um, so kind of depending on what her schedule was as well. Um, and just trying to coordinate everything, um, you know, for all the travel times, trying to film multiples in a day. And, you know, so, so many times, you know, I, I would look at where, where the schedule was at in the day. And if I had to go really west inside of on the east side of Hollywood, you know, it, it was hard to be able to decide if it was really going to be worthwhile to go and shoot, you know, a one minute video on the west side that's going to take me, you know, two hours in traffic back and forth. And, you know, so I, I would look at other areas where I was like, all right, where, where's somewhere that, you know, maybe people haven't gone? And that brought me to a lot of areas in Glendale uh, that I never would have expected, as well as in Burbank. And it was cool because the thing I love with doing these locations is learning the history of the area because there's so much cool history. So this has never been, you know, for me and when Austin was doing it, it was never just about telling the ghost stories, uh, you know, from these areas. It was also about learning about the history, and I hope that you guys have enjoyed that. Uh, one of my favorites um, that I actually planned to go back through um, was uh, when, we, when we did um, Brand Park. Um, Brand Park is uh, up in Glendale, and uh, the the guy that uh, that 
created at Leslie C. Brand. Uh, you know, in, in the video, you know, I talked briefly about, you know, his, his ventures. Um, and basically, I mean, he, he was one of the people that kind of helped make Glendale what it is today. And it was just so fascinating learning his story and, you know, being able to drive through Glendale. And, you know, I'm in Glendale on a regular basis. My wife works over here in Glendale. And one of the locations we actually that I actually did <laughs> is right next to where she works. I've driven past it a million times and I needed a location for the day. Uh, my schedule had kind of been messed up and I wasn't going to be able to get over to where I had planned. Uh, I had the Viper Room planned early on in the schedule and that one we released two days ago <laughs> because that was as soon as I could get to it. Um, but but as, as I started finding these other locations, um, you know, again, just so much history uh, was there that, that I never in a million years uh, expected. The one that was right, nef- right next to my wife's work uh, was the Harris House uh, here in Glendale that was one of the earliest houses here. And just learning the history there and some of the haunts there. But like I said, Brand Park was really cool uh, to be able to find out um, about that. As well as Elysian Park uh, that's up right next to Dodger Stadium. Uh, that was another recent one that uh, that I had done that I, I, I was coming back from Glendale and I needed something for the day. Again, I had planned to get over to the Viper Room that day. Um, but just battling traffic over to West Hollywood just at the time of day was not practical. And and I immediately started looking and scrambling for something else that we could do for that day. And I found Elysian Park and just started reading up and I had just kind of a crazy history. Uh, one of the earliest establishments in Los Angeles going back to the late 1700s. And, you know, not much here in Los Angeles has, you know, any anything uh, of that, that old of history. And so it was kind of fun to be able to go there and, you know, of course, you know, it's nothing like it was back then. Uh, Elysian Park is also kind of spread out through that area. Uh, so there's different there's different uh, little spots within Elysian Park. Uh, the spot that I recorded, I could actually look right into Dodger Stadium. It was <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, and, of course, Dodger Stadium was one of the spots that uh, that we went to this year. Um, that was a lot, that was, you know, fun because, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Dodger fan and to be able to, to go to a place that I absolutely love, um, and just kind of tell some of the stories that, you know, allegedly haunt Dodger stadium. Um, you know, it was right after too, it was right after they had lost to the nationals. So if you've watched that video, I take a little jab about the, uh, Dodgers recent, uh, postseason runs, uh, because it's, uh, it's been, it's been a little rough being a Dodger fan the last few years, you know, two world series losses and, you know, getting knocked out in the first round uh, of, the, of the playoffs this year uh, after having, you know, one of the best seasons. I think it was the best season in Dodger history. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it, it, it stung a little bit. But, you know, again, it's one of those things that is what it is. It's just a game. Uh, it's nothing to uh, to keep me up at night. Uh, but it was fun going over to Dodger Stadium uh, to talk, you know, 31 days of horror. Uh, but, again, just so many fun locations this year. One that I initially, too, did not have listed uh, that kept popping up was the Walk of Fame itself. Uh, and of course I read that and was like, how the hell is a piece of sidewalk uh, haunted? And then as I read how it was allegedly haunted, it kind of made sense, you know, with everything. We've been to so many locations, you know, after after all is said and done with this, this you know, I guess season of, uh, of 31 Days of Horror, you know, we've recorded 62 episodes. And, you know, with 62 episodes... You know, that's a lot of places just around one city that we've been to. And, 
you know, a lot of those do line the, the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And so a lot of the stories come from, you know, people seeing the ghosts that allegedly haunt these other buildings out taking a stroll, you know, down the sidewalk. And so it was kind of fun to be able to talk about that. Uh, finding other locations that were even listed along the Walk of Fame, but we just could not, you know, as, as I go through and do the research on all of these, um, you know, I, I couldn't find, you know, any substantial stories. One that I really want to keep looking into, um, and I know some people that work at this establishment, but the big Hollywood costume shop on Hollywood Boulevard, um, they're, they're, I kept, you know, I, I found one thing about it being haunted and I could never find anything more. Um, and so I still plan to kind of reach out to some of my friends that I know that work over there, um, to, to see, you know, what, what they might know, because the one story I found was that people say that they, uh, that they've seen ghosts of burn victims. And one of the other locations I did this year, uh, was the Vogue theater. That's just kind of across, across Hollywood Boulevard and up, up a couple streets. And of course the people that haunt the Vogue theater, died in a fire almost a hundred years prior. And so, you know, to hear that, you know, people are seeing the ghosts of burn victims in another building across the street, it was intriguing to me. And again, as you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, Tim, it really sounds like you're a skeptic, right? It sounds like you believe this wholeheartedly. Again, still total skeptic. Who knows? But it was still, it was still very, very fascinating to me to, you know, hear a little bit more about this. Uh, and another, another place that, uh, that really, it was fascinating and kind of spoke to me, uh, was the Rock Haven Sanitarium. Uh, another spot in Glendale that it its history was almost kind of sad. And, you know, it, it wasn't the ghosts that haunt it. Uh, we're not angry ghosts or anything like that. They're, they're those of past patients, uh, that had lived there that just kind of like to, a lot of people that work there say that they'll find, you know, random little trinkets left out or pictures, uh, that, you know, are, you know, 60, 70 years old of people's families. And when they have researched it, you know, they, they have found, um, this person, you know, was a former patient there. Uh, so it was really, it was really fascinating to be able to come across stories like that. Um, and some of these places, none of the places really carried a lot of angry spirits. You know, last year we did the Cecil hotel and that place still makes me uneasy. When I was filming, um, some of the locations downtown, uh, we shot though, a pretty much all of those, uh, the morning of Los Angeles Comic-Con. And so I had my wife with me. She was helping me film those. And we were just a few blocks from the Cecil. And I told her, I was like, I just have to take you over there. You have to see this place. And I didn't really tell her what to expect because at least every time I have walked up to that building there, I, I think the best way to describe it is like a heaviness you kind of feel. And my heart always just starts racing. Now that might just be adrenaline kicking in. You know, it's probably the best way to explain it, but who knows? But she, I, I encourage her to step up to the glass and be able to kind of peek through the window. And she explained, she described the same feeling. And so that kind of, that, that's one of those things where it's like that skeptic in me is kind of like, eh, maybe there is something more to this because that is strange. She felt, you know, the exact same thing. Uh, and you know, it, it, it is really creepy. That building is just the, the, when you hear the stories, I mean, when Austin and I did that one last year, we did not cover, you know, we didn't scratch the surface of so many of the horrible things that, that have happened at the Cecil hotel. And yeah, it was, it was a very, a very creepy place to, uh, to be, to say the least. 
Uh, but some of the other places I really enjoyed this year are the Georgian Hotel in Santa Monica. Uh, I, I'm in Santa Monica almost daily, and so being able to kind of, um, you know, finally talk about the, the history there, as well as Santa Monica Pier. Uh, you know, th- th- that one kind of, it was another one of those that was, you know, kind of a fun story uh, to talk about um, and, and, and hear about the ghosts uh, that allegedly haunt the pier. Uh, again, like I said, you know, most of these were, were all just really kind of fun, haunted stories. And of course there are, you know, some of the terrifying stories, you know, that, that we came across, you know, some of those from like the Linda Vista hospital, uh, that was, that's over in Boyle Heights. Um, you know, you know, they, they refer to that as having a demon in the room. Um, you know, and, and things like that are, are, uh, are not, are a little unsettling <laughs> to come across. Um, most of the places though, you know, the, the stories were, were, were fun and lighthearted. And of course, what my, another one of my favorites this year, uh, was the haunted mansion at Disneyland. Uh, I was very nervous that Disney was going to get mad if they saw me filming a video in the park. Uh, luckily nobody has cared. Uh, and it's just stories that people have told uh, about how the haunted mansion is actually haunted um, by a few ghosts. And so that it was fun, you know, to, to read those stories. And, you know, especially being an annual pass holder at Disneyland, you hear so many different stories. And to just when you have the park to yourself, kind of, uh, to go through and, you know, be able to share some of those stories, that one was a lot of fun uh, to be able to do as well. So I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, the time, you know, going through and watching these. Again, if you haven't, they're up on my Instagram. Uh, they're also up on the podcast Instagram. And I'll be launching, um, I'm planning to launch a separate page as well. So it's just simply dedicated to the 31 Days of Horror. Uh, so you can go through and watch those. Uh, it really is crazy to think that, you know, I have filmed 62 of these. Uh, that is a lot of these little mini episodes. Uh, but again, it is so much fun. I love doing this. I'm you know, looking ahead to next year, uh, there, there's a possibility I may be leaving the state of California to shoot them. Uh, of course, not, not, not leaving here from living here. So I, I, I will still remain living here. Uh, but I may be going to another state to, uh, to film, uh, the 31 days of horror next year. Uh, just something that has been on my mind and have looked into the possibilities. So kind of just depending on, depending on uh, some sponsors and things like that. We shall see. You know, it's a year away. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we're able to do that uh, because the location I want to go uh, would really have a lot of fun places for us to uh, to talk about. Uh, so we will see, you know, come next year where we end up uh, where we end up filming. So, I mean, there's still plenty here in Los Angeles uh, to uncover. There's still, like I said, I, may, I had made a huge list of 31 locations and then a bunch of alternates. And I think there were still 10 locations on my list of 31 that I didn't get to uh, because of these alternate ones. Uh, Not even the alternate list, but these others that I kind of scrambled to find a new place um, and found great locations. So they ended up, you know, taking taking over the spots of others. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I still have just in Los Angeles, uh, probably at least 15 locations um, that I that I could still go to. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how much there is just kind of within here. I mean, some of them are kind of a stretch. Uh, I think three or four of them were out in Ventura. Um, I don't even think that's Los Angeles County. I think that's Ventura County. Um, maybe I'm making that up because I didn't grow up in California and I don't know all the counties. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like some of them were out in Ventura. Um, but yeah, there, there still is a lot here to, uh, to kind of discover and to discuss. Uh, but I kind of want to do something new, something different. So we will see next year. Um, where we end up doing 31 Days of Horror, but 
yeah, I already look forward to doing them next year. Uh, as, as time consuming, as stressful as they can be, uh, it's so much fun. So again, thank you, you know, for the kind words for those of you that have reached out. Uh, by the third or fourth day, I had some of my friends that uh, that I knew from high school that were reaching out saying that this is one of their favorite series that uh, that we do with everything that that I release. Um, this is one of the favorite things uh, that I do each year. Uh, so thank you to you guys that, that uh, you know did reach out and and had the kind words to say about it. Uh, let me know what some of your favorites were. I'm I'm intrigued to know what things you guys enjoyed uh, with this season of uh, of 31 Days of Horror. Um, yeah, it's 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 really a lot of fun doing the research and going to all of these locations and just learning more about the city that I live in and a city that I love and uh, and being able to explore it and tell ghost stories. I mean, what what better way to spend the month of October than that? Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of fun and thank you so much for following. Uh, along with that. Uh, as I mentioned, as we were filming some of these, we did spend a weekend over at Los Angeles Comic-Con. Uh, it was such a great time. Uh, Los Angeles Comic-Con, last year, you know, we had a fun time, but there just wasn't a lot for us, I didn't feel like, last year. This year was jam-packed. Uh, you know, the first day was just kind of scouting out the floor, uh, picking up some of the exclusive. Hot Topic and Funko did some really cool exclusives this year. Uh, an awesome uh, Venom uh, uh, Venom exclusive, uh, as well as this Ghost Rider exclusive that I initially was not planning to buy until I actually saw the uh, the figure itself, and then I had to buy it. I'm such a sucker for those stupid things. Just I mean, they're little vinyl figures, and I, I just love them. <laughs> I, I mean, my collection's pretty awesome. I, I'm not as crazy as some people are. Some might argue that, though, and say that I'm bonkers. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I, I enjoy collecting my pop culture stuff and uh, my, and my all my different fandoms. You know, so much Star Wars, Simpsons, and Doctor Who. You know, I mean, I, I, I just love it all. Luckily, luckily, I have a rad wife who also really enjoys it. And she has her, her separate fandoms. I mean, she's, my wife, of course, is a big video game fan um and uh and so all of her stuff is always video games and so, and so it it makes our it makes our collection quite extensive but it's fun because i mean i as much as i love video games i never got into them the way that she did um and so it's fun to be able to kind of we we have that crossover um but to also you know kind of have our have our own fandoms each and uh be able to collect everything you know within that uh, the Saturday of Los Angeles Comic-Con, though, was incredible. Uh, the first panel I went to for that, I was with the cast of The Office. Now, of course, you know, some people kind of roll their eyes at that, and they're like, yeah, well, there was no, you know, Steve Carell or John Krasinski or Rain Wilson. But, you know, those are pretty much some of the only few that were missing. Um, you know, there was a good chunk of them there. Creed, Phyllis, Oscar, Kevin, uh, my mind's blanking here, uh, Kate Flannery, who played Meredith. So, um, Stanley, I mean, it was such a great, fun panel. Those guys, you know, for the fact that that show has been off the air for a number of years now, uh, it's incredible just the, the chemistry that those guys still have together. Uh, but it was a lot of fun to hear them talk about the show. Uh, of course, Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher just launched their uh, their new podcast, Office The Office Ladies, uh, where they, they're kind of going through every single episode each week of The Office, starting at the beginning. Uh, so, you know, that means I'm, of course, re-watching all of The Office right now. Uh, because, I mean, that was one of my favorite shows. That was a show that really kind of got to me to realize that, hey, maybe I want to do all of this acting and TV and writing. And, and it was one of those shows that really inspired me and... 
yeah, it, it's fun to hear, you know, some of the cast members who are legitimately funny and just great actors uh, talk about, you know, their experiences on each one of these episodes. Um, yeah, so, so make sure you guys check that out, uh, The Office Ladies with, with uh, Angela Kinsey and, uh, and Jenna Fisher. Um, yeah, it, it was a really a great panel with the remainder of the cast that was there. And, you know, again, hearing all of their stories, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, but following the office panel, uh, Elijah Wood's company, SpectreVision, uh, you know, they came out and talked about some of their horror films that they've been making, uh, kind of their vision and kind of what goes forward, what goes into making um, their their films. Um, it, w- it was really cool. I was not familiar with SpectreVision uh, ahead of that. Um, and hearing Elijah and um, and uh, Daniel Noah and Lisa Whalen be able to talk, you know, about what goes into them uh, making these films uh, was absolutely incredible. It was a lot of fun. Uh, poor Elijah Wood can never escape people asking him about Lord of the Rings when he's not there to talk about Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun hearing their panel. Um, then, of course, the, one of the biggest reasons I came down uh, for Saturday of LA Comic Con as well was the Jay and Silent Bob reboot panel. Uh, Kevin Smith and Jay Muse um, were there uh, talking about, you know, everything Jay and Silent Bob bob and uh kevin kevin you know makes fun of himself for the fact that he usually just rambles on and talks uh and he's kind of the voice of everything and he let jay uh really kind of have the mic here and that was kind of fun because you don't get to hear jay talk uh as much you know for for kevin being silent bob uh, it's it's funny how how much he's the talker of the two of them. Uh, but yeah, it was re- it was a lot of fun uh, with that. They also had a, a, a clerks uh, and pop up um, on the floor as well, so it was fun to check that out. Uh, Kevin and Jay actually ended up getting into their Jay and Silent Bob costumes um, and taking pictures with people. So that was really cool to take pictures with them uh, in front of that a big giant group selfie with everybody. Um, and yeah, it was fun to kind of chat with both of them. Um, as well over at LA Comic-Con um, and be able to uh, to see everything Jay and Silent Bob. That film was something that you know, I'd always loved. When Christopher James was on the podcast, you know, our love for Kevin Smith, uh, you know, always was brought up. And, uh, you know, it was, it was something that was really fun to be a part of, uh, to see a Jay and Silent Bob reboot panel and to listen to everything there and be able to talk with both Kevin and Jay as they were in costume for, as Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, be able to take some pictures with them there. Um, and then, you know, the, it kind of became a Jay and Silent Bob weekend uh, because leading up to that, that Monday, uh, Kevin and Jay were getting their handprints uh, at the Chinese Theater. Uh, their their handprints and feet prints uh, put into the cement there. And I had the opportunity to be able to attend that. And it was absolutely incredible. Uh, ben Affleck uh, gave one of the opening speeches there as well as Kevin's daughter, uh, Harley Quinn Smith, who, you know, she's been in a lot of his movies. She's got an incredible uh, kind of bubblegum punk uh, band uh, called The 10th. And so it was just, it was fun to hear both of them, you know, talk about their relationship with Kevin and Jay um, and these movies. And to be able to see these guys get their handprints, uh, you know, at the Chinese theater, it, it was such an incredible uh, occasion. Uh, being able to talk with them afterwards as well um, and just kind of enjoy that experience. You know, these guys are, are people that have, have inspired me in a lot of ways. And to be able to, to, that was the first handprint ceremony I've ever been to at the Chinese Theater. And, you know, I've driven past it before. You know, I've seen the cast of the Big Bang Theory getting theirs and things like that. You know, just as passing by, but to actually be in attendance at one for for own career, it was a lot. It meant a lot to be able to be there uh, to watch Kevin Smith and Jay Muse uh, get their handprints at the Chinese Theater. To be there to celebrate with them uh, it was seriously just such an incredible experience and such a wonderful time. 
so yeah, that, that's what we've been up to for the last couple weeks. Uh, again, thank you for following along with the 31 Days of Horror. I really hope that you guys have enjoyed it. Like I said, you know, it's so much fun to be able to make these and to go to all of these different locations. And I hope that you guys have followed along. And if you're in Los Angeles, come check out some of those places. There's plenty of them that, you know, you have easy access to be able to go and see, uh, including, you know, all of them that we did last year. Uh, so, so go back through everything. And like I said, uh, there's going to be a new social media page just specifically for the 31 Days of Horror. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. I will post that both on the website, uh, on the Instagram, everywhere that you follow us. Uh, so you can make sure that you're subscribed to that page as well. Uh, but again, thank you for following along with that. Thank you to LA Comic Con for having us again this year. It was such an incredible time. And yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, recapping everything from 31 Days of Horror this year. Again, shout us out. Let us know what some of your favorite locations were uh, that, that I stopped at this year. I'd love to hear, hear you know, your input. And if you've got places you want to see me do next year, send those to me as well. You know, I'm, I'm always up for checking out any locations uh, that, you know, you can, you've got a story uh, that you can send me. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll research it and find out a little bit more about it. Uh, but until next week, we'll be back with some regular episodes. Thank you again for following 31 Days of Horror. Hope you guys have a happy Halloween. We'll see you next week.